Hey everybody, and welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I am Eli. And I'm Lilith. And today we are doing our taste of the season for spring 2021. Really, really packed season this season, which is also true of last season. There's a lot of good anime out there. This whole year is fantastic, yes. This season, probably actually more so than last season. Yeah. A whole bunch of new anime. A whole new gaggle of... Gaggle? What's the plural of anime? Anim animu? <laughs> I don't know. Whole, a whole, just a whole bunch more anime. Here's a whole and... new clouder. <laughs> a clouder? What yeah, is a clouder? Yeah, it's like the name of a group of cats. A clouder. That's what a group of cats is called? I'm pretty sure. That sounds fake. Anyways. We're not here to discuss Clouder, uh, semantics. Clouder, A group oh of God. cats or other small felines. Are you serious? <laughs> I have never heard that word used before. Uh, well, anyways. Alright, well... Uh, I had three shows to pick from this season, and you, I know, had, you, you were only able to find two, and I actually, literally, like, last week, you still hadn't even decided on the third. <laughs> I had, like, five or six. Yeah. Because, as we've said, this is a pretty stacked season. <clears throat> so let's yeah. start off on a high note. Uh, to Your Eternity. Oh boy. Yeah, it's by uh, Brainsbase. Uh, this I've been anticipating probably since it was announced. Maybe a little later. I've I've been waiting a long time. You know this. Yes. You won't. You wouldn't shut up about it. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> and I'm I'm happy to say that this is actually like r slash anime is like one of their recommended must watches of the season which surprised me because i don't think anyone was talking about it leading in not that much not really i i didn't hear anything about it i suddenly realized that this was turning huge when like there was a crunchyroll community post like the day after on youtube that said who else cried at the first episode of two year eternity uh I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go, let you know right now. Uh, great show. Love this show. Absolutely recommend. But we've been here before, right? Like, I, I'm not crazy in, in this. Like, I looked, I'm like, man, real nice, real nice. Yes, yes, yes. Girls Us Tour, Kino's Journey, uh, Journey of Helena. Yes, yes, yes. Like, we've, we've literally been here before. This should not be new to people. <laughs> We literally did an entire episode on journey stories. I don't I don't understand why this is somehow big and everything else isn't. Maybe because this one was a lot more upfront about its uh about how crushingly depressing it will get as opposed to Girls Less Tour which hides a lot of its crushing existentialism in Moe. We'll we'll talk about that when we do the girls' last tour episode. Oh boy! Um, but uh, this is the taste of the season, so I kind of want to avoid spoilers. 
but everyone's like, oh, I was so surprised at the ending. I'm like, no, you weren't. They were telegraphing that from, like, minute five. Were they, though? Or are you just, like, really sensitive to how stories are told? You know what? It It, it is mostly that second thing, but... There were a lot of signs. If you, if if you actually, the, you only really noticed in retrospect. The only I noticed in retrospect, but the the writing was on the wall. Perhaps literally. <laughs> Terrible joke. Terrible. Yeah, joke. yeah, I I would agree with that. You'd get it if you watched the episode. No, you wouldn't. But uh, first episode. Uh, so far, so far, real good. It's by Brainsbase. You know how I like Brainsbase. They are a uh, solid studio. I mean, they did Inspector. That they did. They did the second season. They did Natsume, which that's what I've been doing this most of this week. Uh, that instead of like watching all the shows that came out, I was just watching Natsume's Book of Friends. I'm almost on season three. Seriously? It's really good. Goddamn. But uh, yeah, two year eternity. Uh, it's by like it's from the creator of a silent voice. Oh, well, which incidentally <laughs> oh, that should have been your that should have been your clue number one. <laughs> Almost buried the lead on that one. Yeah, uh, from the creator of a silent voice. Uh, I actually didn't write much down because it was just I'm like I I don't know what to say. It's rock solid. I watched it and I'm like yes, this is exactly the sort of thing that I like. I've I've literally gone on record saying this is the sort of thing I like. So it's kind of like you don't want to talk too much about it because then you would just slip into talking about... I'd just be repeating myself. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> it's good. Watch it. Uh, Yeah. Moving on. Okay. The first first thing I'm going to talk about is something that I offered to take over for Eli because he didn't want to watch it. And that is, I've been killing slimes for 300 years and maxed out my level. Oh, sweet Jesus. Oh, <laughs> uh, 300 years of slimes is good. God almighty. How many babies did they sacrifice for that to happen? <laughs> I don't know. It's okay. okay. Can I just say this? I, I remember you watch it and you're like, man, I don't know why you didn't want to watch this. This is actually really good. I'm like, I, I'm sorry. Like, I read the manga. You're like, wait, you read the manga? I'm like, yes. That's why I know it's so shit. <laughs> like, not good. I, I follow links way more often than I should. Uh, someone linked me that. I read a bit, way more than I should have. And I'm like, my God, this is awful. So when I heard there was an anime adaptation, I'm like, I have to see this. But uh, luckily, I had someone to take over for me. Sorry, I took took over the conversation there a little bit. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I watched it instead of Eli, and I actually quite enjoyed it a lot. So just start off with like the pitch, I guess. So a lady dies of overwork in her 20s and is reincarnated into an immortal and youthful body in a fantasy world. She settles down for a life of peace and quiet in the highlands near a village. And over the next 300 years, she kills slimes and does stuff and becomes the village's protector. And then after 300 years, she finds out she hit the level cap for the world. 
and then shenanigans ensue. I think I have mentioned in other episodes of the podcast that everything I just said is stuff I hate. Yes. I hate Kadashi Isekai. That is Death by Overwork Isekai. I hate OP protagonist shenanigans Isekai. I I hate I kind of just don't like OP protagonists in general with some exceptions. But this makes it work. I have no idea how. I don't I don't know. Well, I haven't watched it, mind you. That that is fair. So I will first things first and foremost, what you notice about the animation and the art is it is really good in my opinion. Like I I don't really know how to describe it. It's just really good. It's no like work day churn it out, get it out there. Uh seasonal slice of life stuff. It's it's like got some uh it's got something behind it. <laughs> it this is like I said, it's really hard to ex- describe why I like this. Well, except for one part. Also, I like the characters. They're, they've got good chemistry. Quick question. Yes. And this is going to be a slight spoiler for 300 slimes, but did you get to the point with the slime baby yet? Uh, Well, I did get to the point with the two slime kids. Okay, yes. that. Okay, that... It was slightly past that where I completely just stopped. Gotcha. Because... That was episode two. I, I was just curious as to how many episodes it took them to reach that point. So not that many. No, not that many. Uh, it probably helps that the protagonist is voiced by Aoyuki, basically one of our favorite uh, voice actors in anime. Yeah, I'd say that's accurate. I would say that's accurate too. I mean, I wouldn't go so far as to say that there should be an international Aoyuki day. But I'm not not saying that. Like my top five favorite favorites. I'm not. She's not number five. She's in the top five. That's pretty solid. Uh, but the the meat and potatoes of why I like it, I would say, it handles the topic of overworking and Kadashi much better than the other Kadashi isekai that I've seen. This was made by Studio Revaroot, directed by uh, Nobukage Kimura as I mentioned, features Aoi Yuki. You can watch it on Crunchyroll. And, uh, yeah, it's a hearty recommend. I hope you don't mind if I don't take you up on that. (laughs) That is perfectly fine. I don't expect you to to watch it. (laughs) Uh, so, I guess the the centerpiece uh, of of my sandwich of shows would be the show that I didn't foist off onto you, which would be Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagataro. Yay! Uh, <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to like it. I, I, I've known ever since it was announced I wasn't going to like it. I did not want to watch it. But, you know, contracts. All that, and this isn't us watching shows that we we like this is us at least trying to provide some sort of overview of the things coming out and i knew this was going to be popular so 
and according to my anime list, it is the number two most watched show this series. I know that, again, my anime list is not representative, but... But it does give us a good estimate for at least some of the more hardcore anime community. They're not the best stats, but they're the only ones we have. Yep. This show. Hold on. I wrote stuff down for this. Oh boy, this this should be good. So, uh, I think for some quick context, whatever, whatever this call, show is called, it, most people just call it Nagatoro. Yeah, that's that's accurate. It's been pretty popular for several years in the manga. I've yes. seen a lot of uh, screen caps of it on anime IRL and other places. It's just re- it's just a really popular place to get screen caps from. And my dumbass, when someone linked me to it, I uh, followed it and tried to read it. Twice, actually. This happened twice. I figured the first time I didn't give it a fair enough chance, so I decided to give it a second chance. It, uh, it did not work. But, uh, Nagataro. This is in the same sort of vein as that, like, Takagi show that I have not watched. Uh, and Uzaki-chan. Actually, I think I went into this when we talked about Uzaki-chan in our uh, breakdown of 2020, was it? I believe so. Yes. In that Uzaki-chan is leagues ahead of any of the others with the annoying character whose goal is to make the the lead character's life miserable <laughs> but in 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 nagataro oh my god it's so bad first off uh, nagataro herself so incredibly annoying i've never more wanted to tell someone to shut the fuck up in my life <laughs> jeez she is just annoying as hell but in this like the the bullying she's she's literally bullying him like he starts crying at multiple times in the first episode from her bullying him like it's not funny i feel like it's worth mentioning that i feel like i have to preemptively defend myself here because i want i i don't generally like watching characters get abused which might sound funny coming from me, knowing they take great joy in watching, like, Satanya get what's coming to her, and stuff like that. Uh, physical violence is mostly fine. I kind of draw the line at emotional violence. That's an interesting distinction. Is it? This is probably not the best place to unpack that. No, this is not, but... So, we'll come back to that another time. We could we could do an entire episode on that. I'll I'll talk about stuff like kill me baby and such. Radical. Yeah, she she literally makes him cry multiple times in the first episode. I'm like, that's not funny. That's sad. Also, she pushes him into a like retaining ditch or something. Not intentionally, but like, she ran up and pushed him from behind, and he went toppling over into a retaining ditch, filled with water. Oh jeez. Yes, like she she she's the, like the example bully from the anti-bullying PSAs. <laughs> also, pretty sure that a lot of the things she does also constitute sexual harassment. Wait, what? I'm sorry. 
plug walking up to him saying, let's play the game of find the nipple. You can't hear me, but I'm just saying <laughs> what in my head. Yeah. Uh, and th- I think the worst thing about it is that, like, I don't even know if it was the end of the first or second episode, but he just says, he's like, you know, really ticks me off the way you treat me, but, you know, I'm kind of so crushingly alone that, you know what, I'll put up with it. I'm like, oh my god, this poor guy. <laughs> like, that is that is not a healthy mindset. No, it is not. Yeah, Nagataro. Uh, comedy, seasonal slice of life. It's the meme show. I know it's going to be the meme show. I've been more or less avoiding r slash anime because I know it's the meme show. I mean, everyone's apparently watching it. You know what's weird? Yeah? About that, actually. Is that uh, I actually have not seen much, if any, screen caps of it on Anime IRL. haven't, which is very, very surprising, but... It's too surprising. I mean, I've, I've noticed a couple, but it's only like the the couple scenes from the manga that I've ever that I've already seen. So people might drop this one. God, this, I hope so. This isn't uh, this isn't your. What, what was the what was the last meme, meme show? Uh, uh, <laughs> doesn't matter. I don't know. They come and go so quickly. Oh well. Anyways. Uh, do not recommend. I think I think that's safe for me to say. I mean, if you if you if if uh, uh, as, as we all know from my slice of life rant, uh, if you're the kind of person who likes Nagataro, then you probably watch a lot of slice of lifes. So it probably doesn't bother you, but just give Nagataro a miss. I'm saying that in general to everybody. Just give it a miss. It's not worth it. All right. Fair enough. So for our next show, we've got a happy little thing called Combatants Will Be Dispatched. So Earth has almost entirely been conquered by the Kisaragi Corporation. Due to this, the leaders of said evil megacorp decide to dispatch their most competent operative combat agent six and the high spec android girl alice to another to another world to scout it out and prepare it for future conquest on the path to universal domination however they're kind of useless so it's uh it's a faffing about isekai sort of sort of sort of when i say one line you will understand everything I'm about to be incredibly angry, aren't I? <laughs> Almost certainly. So, in the other world, they quickly settle in, and they meet uh, the rest of their party, who's going to be adventuring with them and doing stuff with them and dicking around with them. So, the first one they meet is Snow, a blue-haired knight obsessed with money and glory. Rose, a humanoid chimera who can gain the abilities of whatever she eats. And Grim, an immortal curse bringer who can't walk due to a backfired curse. Unfortunately, they are also useless. Okay. So, if I say that this show, the original creator, was also the original creator of Konosuba, would that make would that make some of uh, some of it make sense? Yes. 
Snow is literally just Aqua, but a knight. <laughs> I mean, I, I do hate Aqua. Yes, and Snow is just Aqua, but a knight. Well, actually, she's more useful than Aqua. So she has literally at least one use? Yeah, she hits stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I joked about Six and Alice being useless. Alice is pretty smart being an android and all. And she has a shotgun. And Six is actually quite good at combat. Rose is cool. I'm cool with Rose. Grim sucks. She dies, but she's immortal, so it doesn't matter. And uh, her curses suck. The reason she can't like walk is because she accidentally put a curse on herself that makes it so she can't wear shoes. Has she heard of sandals? I think that's a form of shoe. No, no, a sandal is not a shoe. Yes, it is. It's hey, something you wear on your feet. Footwear. Let's not argue footwear. Let's not argue about the fact that it's entirely possible to walk barefoot. Uh, True, but she's weird. Would wrapping your your feet in, like, plastic shopping bags count as shoes? Probably. Whatever. This, Whatever. This, Doesn't this is matter. Not the, this is not the time nor place to argue about the logistics of being cursed to never wear shoes. Yeah. Honestly, I think we blew our, uh... We blew all of our good stuff right at the beginning. Cause I don't I don't have a lot to say about combatants will be dispatched. It's it's a perfectly serviceable serviceable show. It's if you liked Konosuba, you'll probably like this. Cause it's all it's all visual humor. And conversational humor. It's it's Konosuba but different. It's just faffing about, alright, got it. I mean, not entirely. They do fight stuff, but it's mostly faffing about and being evil. I mean, it's basically stars a grown-up Kazuma. What if it's the alternate universe where Kazuma never died? That is actually one of my theories. I mean, we don't know his original name, so... All we know is his name... His name is Combat Agent 6. He threw away his name... When he became in a combat agent for reasons. Secret agent man. In any case, it's it's fine. I will say it does have an issue where it'll like go from like joking around to a really serious moment on a uh, dime. The good old emotional whiplash. <laughs> and then it'll go right back to joking around. Well, in any case... Not not really much I can say about this, so if you like Konosuba, you'll like this. Maybe it's a bit more vulgar and weird than Konosuba was. It's also not by, it's not made by the same studio and not directed by the same director. And I don't think any of the voice actors from Konosuba are working on this, so really the only similarity between them is the original creator, so <laughs> whatever. Made by JC staff, directed by Hiroaki Akagi. You can watch it on Funimation. So, uh, go check it out. Alright, well, uh, rounding things out for me is Super Cub. Which is, actually, its name in both Japanese and English. Convenient. Convenient. Uh... 
Now, when I saw this, I immediately was like, okay, I have to watch this just for the meme, because, uh, well, funnily enough, we actually, you and I had been having a conversation about the Honda Super Cub, and we were just looking around at anime, and we see this, and like, okay, well, that's obviously a sign from God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I I went into this basically being like, alright, this is just gonna be... Your run-of-the-mill, mostly generic, you know, slice-of-life with a gimmick that's going to only appeal to slice-of-life fans and uh, fans of the Honda Super Cub and light motorcycles in general, which <laughs> is a is a which has a very small but noticeable overlap, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh. So I started watching it, and it's 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 pretty standard. Uh, you got a girl, you know, crippling crippling depression, crippling social awkwardness. Her entire family is just dead. Uh, <laughs> she 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 she's like tired of biking to school every day. So she decides, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna buy a motorcycle. So she goes to the motorcycle dealership. And she's like, oh, dang, I forgot. I'm also poor. <laughs> I have no money. <laughs> the dude's like, all right, I got you. Uh, here, 100 bucks, Super Cub. Like, Why is it 100 bucks? Oh, three people died. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, well, that's fine. I don't have anyone I care about left. <laughs> and at that point, I'm like, okay, wait, hold on. Three people die, as in it killed three people. Three people died on it. <laughs> it's a Honda Super Cub. How do three people die? I'm pretty sure it weighs roughly the same as a person. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so she buys it. He's like, "Huh? What's this feeling? What is this? Happiness? Contentment? Anything other than crushing depression?" <laughs> This is a good feeling. This was a good decision. So, like, first episode's kind of just, like, simple and generic and whatever. It has that, like, slice of life of the gimmick that literally all of the problem that literally all of them have. Where they feel the need to tutorialize everything. Even Eurocamp gets in on this. Where they, like, tutorialize camping and that, but it's like, oh, like, like tutorializing how motorcycles work. I'm like, okay, I I think, I think people, I think you're dumbing this down too much. I think people know that they need to put gas in it. See, you say that. She has to figure that out. <laughs> exactly. Also, Japan, fix your gas prices. Like, she's just driving along, I see a gas station, I'm like, huh, buck fifty for gas. Wait, oh my god, that's terrible. <laughs> uh, for those of you in America, no other, well, not no other country, like only like two other countries, uh, use the imperial system. So Japan uses metric. So that's not a buck fifty a gallon, that's a buck fifty a liter. And there's like almost eight of those in a gallon. <laughs> so <laughs> that's like ten bucks for a gallon of gas. I, I know this is a tangent. I know, but I know, the, and I know they have to import everything. But damn. <laughs> but so it gets to like the second episode, and she, like you know, she meets 
this other girl in her in her school in her class that's like a actual like motorcycle fanatic and has a tricked out like Honda Postal Cub which I don't understand why you would trick out a Honda light motorcycle like she dropped probably more than the value of the motorcycle on just like a titanium muffler for it but why though <laughs> at that you are investing way too much in a vehicle that I'm fairly certain cannot make highway speed <laughs> I mean anything can make highway speed like we get some loving shots of the speedometer on the super cup that thing maxes out at 80 Again, for people not used to uh, metric measurements, that's 80 kph. That's like 50 miles per hour. So not even highway cruising speed. Oh, yeah, no, that's pretty slow. For the first episode, I'm like, okay, this is incredibly generic. Uh, I'm going to still watch it because, again, you'll like it if you if you have a fondness for Honda Super Cubs. But I would not recommend it. But then episode two came like, dang, that was good. That episode three came like, damn, this is, this is, this is clicking. Like, it's not just good. It's, it's an interesting story about someone with crippling depression, with, you know, crippling depression, slowly, you know, learning to care about something, if not themselves, and at least something they own. Just the, the sense of freedom of having a super coming like, you know what? I will go to the grocery store today. You know, making incredibly small basic steps in improving your own life because you're just like, you know what? It could be worse. It was very nice. Especially like she, you know, she makes a friend and it actually reminded me of the uh, old Honda marketing slogan when they first started in America, selling motorcycles. They said, you meet the nicest people on a Honda. Which felt incredibly fitting. And yes, this is basically a 12-episode uh, advertisement for motorcycles. <laughs> uh, you can tell where the Honda sponsorship money too went to, because it is incredibly well animated. It looks great. But it started off generic, and... It ended up transcending. I sent you like a couple clips. Yeah, you sent me some screenshots. Screen screenshots, yeah, of just her smiling, and that is like the first and only time she's smiled so far in like three episodes. I'm pretty sure. Just <sighs> she she looks actually happy, and it's just you you begin to sympathize. Like it's not just like oh yay. Like let's have a moe slice of life. It's let's 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 move from crushing sadness to like happiness. It resonates, you know. Yeah. Also, find someone to look at you the way she looks at her motorcycle because <laughs> that is genuine love in those eyes. So yeah, Super Cub was originally going to say give it a miss, but uh. I actually, like I said, give Nagatara a miss. Watch this instead. This is going to be ten times better than that. So good. On to our last entry in this season's Taste of the Season. So I had, I, I, I did have a bit of trouble picking a third show to put on here. 
just because I've been I've been dragging my feet on watching, and also because all of the stuff I want to recommend are sequels, and we have a strict no sequels policy. <laughs> but I did find something. So third show is Blue Reflection Ray. Ah <laughs> uh, boy, this this is this I'm I'm gonna say even less about this than. Uh, than I did about Combatants Will Be Dispatched. Because it's a magical girl anime. I was going to ask if anything more to that sentence, but from what you've told me, there is nothing more to that sentence yet. I mean... It's... Ah, God. Blue Reflection Ray is... God, what can I say about it? Uh, I mean, it's based on a game... It's a magical girl anime that came out after Madoka did. The animation isn't the best. Like, it's it's alright, but it's not great. <laughs> like, I think it's mostly just the art style, because it's just a very soft shoujo thing where everybody's got, like, really spindly limbs. Uh... It's it's a it's a hard sell, to say the least. I mean, it's got a five point seven five and falling on my anime list. So, uh, I get the feeling that people don't like this very much. Whatever gave you that impression? The fact that people don't like this very much. <laughs> I I do remember you saying that it, it wasn't as bad as it was getting hate for. Yo, no, absolutely not. It's not that bad it's actually okay let me preface this by saying that the first two-thirds of the first episode were very boring because it's this one girl standing around walking around talking to herself because she has social anxiety and then we finally get the like outgoing protagonist and it picks up a bit, but not that much. And then things get weird when the entire world gets painted with this weird, like, how did I even describe it? <laughs> I don't even know. It's It got really weird, and I was like, okay, I'm interested. Where are you going with this? I take it they don't go anywhere with this. <laughs> and, oh, no, no, they're they're going places with it, but it's it's very slow. It's very slow. And there's a lot of standing around and saying, You'll never stop us, and we're gonna stop you, and you'll never stop us, and we're gonna stop you. Uh, I will say, I know where the budget went. Into the transformation sequences. That's where all the budget went. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm at least interested in it for being a magical girl anime that doesn't appear to be as dedicated to the post-Matica formula. And that's mostly the reason I put it on here, is so that I could talk about Postmaticas. Where a Postmatica is like... You, you saw a lot of them immediately after Madoka Magica. Yes. Where it's like super dark and edgy and like... It's like uh, Zack Snyder <laughs> directs <laughs> a, a magical girl anime. Where it's like, the magical girls kill each other! Or they're like, kill themselves! Or, like, they're destroying the world because of magic, and magic is evil. And, like, that's not the lesson you should have gotten from Ma Madoka Magica. 
Shout out to Zack Snyder. <laughs> we meme on you, but we meme on you because, well, you make it a little bit too easy, but it's all in good fun. Yes, absolutely. For some of those postmaticas, look at you, Oscar. <laughs> oh dear God! Exactly. I can tell that's that. All right, that's going to be an entire episode. Oh, I, I want to talk about postmaticas, but yeah, blue reflection ray is interesting. I guess. I mean, they they were they pulled off a reveal that I called in like episode two, in episode three, and I was like, okay, at least they didn't beat around the bush with it. <laughs> so that's nice. Some of the staff isn't the best. The director is most known for doing directing uh the diabolic lovers second season which we mentioned on one of our other episodes of the podcast we have uh on the let's review shows we haven't watched episode oh oh god that one yeah he he directed that and uh also directed the uh irregular at magic high school second season and movie which i I hope I don't have to explain what that is, because even I don't know. All I know is it's not good. I can't remember if that's the one that I'm like, that looks dumb as hell. I might watch it. And then I saw Elf Ears. I'm like, nope. But It might have been that one. Okay, so yeah, it might have been that one. Well, let's just say there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of anime that are magic school anime. Yes. Not as many these days, gotta say. But, uh, where was I going with this? I don't, I don't know. know. Anyways, Blue Reflection Ray, made by JC Staff, directed by Risako Yoshida. Uh, you can watch it on Funimation. And, I mean, I guess if you like Magical Girl anime, and you like, you want to see where it's going, you want to check it out, because you can't get enough Magical Girl anime, go watch it. Uh, at the very least, I'm going to keep following it to find out where they're going with it. Okay. Before we end, I just want to do a quick rundown, and I mean like 30 seconds or to a minute max on some of the shows that almost made the cut. <laughs> sort of a, a sort of honorable and dishonorable mentions, but quick speed because we've already gone in depth about three shows each. Well, depth, but... Uh, Very true. Cestus, Roman Fighter, uh... Yeah, you and I both looked at it and basically like, this might be good. This might be uh, our the replacement for Vinland Saga. And apparently it's just pissing in everybody's Cheerios. Oh, jeez. Uh, apparently it's awful. Oh, man. Uh, 5.66 on my anime list. So, dang. Looks like dang. I, I, still, I still might watch the first episode just to make sure people aren't memeing on it, but... Looks like it looks will... like it looks like it's a 3D CG anime. Yes, but I've I've heard actual other complaints with it besides just it looking like shit. All right, fair enough. So dang, looks like we're gonna have to wait a little longer for uh, a seek for a follow up to Vinland Saga. Uh, Mars Red. This is just something I've heard way too many people talking about, and I know that. Funimation was like pushing it not like incredibly hard but they were having a lot of previews for it and stuff and it's it's Imperial Japan creating an army of vampires uh didn't, didn't that happen in real life 
there's there's nothing I, there's nothing i can say about it that isn't summed up by it's a show about imperial japan trying to create an army of vampires i think it's also based on a stage play yes it is which is probably the most interesting thing about it oof eden zero uh i i looked at this i'm like is this is this some sort of like shonen ripoff of planetarian apparently it's not that great Still might watch it just for the... Because it seems like it might enter so bad it's good territory. So, we'll see. Uh, Vivi, Fluorite's Eyes Song. This is a show that actually didn't make the cut because... Well, I had to watch Nagataro. <laughs> really wanted to watch this. Really do want to watch this. Been busy this past week. And also, we already had an existential show on the list, so... Yes. We don't try and stack it, with, stack our, our thing with things that we're like, oh, this is going to be totally... Uh, yeah. So, looks good. Gonna watch I've it. I've heard good things. It's the second place in terms of score on my anime list, I think, for this yes. season. Studio Wit, too, as well. Oh, yeah, nice. That's that's how I saw it. When, when are they going to get around to doing Vinland Saga Season 2? We, we finished Vinland Saga, and I'm like, alright, this studio's pretty pretty baller. And like, oh, they're making a bunch of other stuff. We should probably uh, be on the lookout for that. Anyway, that's that. Uh, 86. Looked garbage. Then I read it some more. I'm like, you know what? This look could be, like, unironically kind of good. And now I'm like, eh, maybe, but maybe not. I'll watch a little bit of it. I've heard good things about it. I've heard comparisons to um, Iron-Blooded Orphans. Okay, that might that that tip that puts a thumb on the scales. Yeah, all right, probably gonna definitely watch that then. Uh, I'll get around to it. So like five years from now, <laughs> <laughs> you know how it works. Uh, dragon something another dragon house hunting whatever. It's a story about a dragon that like gets kicked out of home, kicked out of the house by his parents, and has to go find a new lair with some rando guy or something. Actually, I think it's a Demon Lord uh, real estate agent. <laughs> it looked like it would be so bad it was good. Apparently it's just bad. Aww. Unfortunate. <laughs> Might still watch the first episode just for the meme. And then that was it for me. Alright. Anything uh, only... that almost made your list? Uh, just my sequels, uh, which is SSSS Dinozenon, which is the next show in the Gridman universe from Trigger, which I mean, it's Trigger and it's Gridman. Go watch it. Well, go watch the first SSSS Gridman because that's really good too. But then go watch Dino Zenon because it's also really good. Uh, and then the other thing was Zombieland Saga season two, which I believe is Zombieland Saga Revenge. I will admit I actually haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but it's season two of Zombieland Saga. I loved Zombieland Saga, as evidenced by the episode we did on Zombieland Saga. I don't know what to tell you. It's uh, it's Zombieland Saga, and it, I'm I'm here for that. I hope there's another episode with rap, because that was definitely my favorite moment from season one. <laughs> I feel like we've still only covered like half the shows coming out this season. Even but... then, even then, did we actually cover half? Or did we just, like, mention them in passing? Mention them then, in passing. And then, uh, other than that, I think 
any of my other honorable mentions were stuff that you mentioned already. Oh, okay. So yeah, spring twenty twenty one. It's pretty stacked. It's pretty stacked. This is this is an American this is an American Waffle House uh portion level of stacked. That's how stacked we are. This is getting the never ending pancakes at IHOP stacked. My God, that that's a lot. That's a lot of that's a lot of pancakes. But uh, we'll we'll see if I actually get around to watching any of the things I said I might get around to watching this season before the season's over. Uh. I'll try and hopefully get them done before we do our breakdown of 2021. You got time. <laughs> I've got time. I'm only super lazy. I'm I'm only super lazy and also have lots of stuff to do at random times. It just shows up, but yeah, I got time. Yeah, we got time. So yeah, come tell us what you're watching this season on the Discord. Link in the description as per usual. I think that's it. That's spring 2021. Until next time, I have been Eli. And I have been Lilith. And this has been Anime Stroganoff.